this time joined by a dear special friend of mine, Christian Cyan Noodle. How's how is it going? How you doing? I'm doing fine. Hanging in there. Woke up with a strep throat. Unlucky day. Very, very, very unfortunate. Not nice. This is no good. No dog. No dog. This is not good. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. No. It's been it's been a while since I've had a guest on. Thank you for being the first guest back in a while. It's been a while in general since I've uploaded on this, you know. But we're gonna ignore that for right now. <laughs> <laughs> but you know. Um. Yeah. How's 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 life? How's how's slaving away for the corporate empire that is, you know, retail. It's great. I show up to work. Yeah. I do the thing. I come home and then I, uh, it's like, it's like the day didn't even happen. Yeah. <laughs> just vanishes from my mind. It's just, it's purgatory. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's, that, that really be how it is in this here capitalistic America, baby. Oh yeah. But it's okay. We, you know, we get to drown our sorrows with the money we make for sleeping away, I guess. As I we do. Say it, drowning our sor- sorrows, you know. I think I think it just makes our sorrows greater because we spend money and then now guess what? We don't have money. <laughs> and you gotta work. Yeah, I'm clean out right the now. The fallacy. The fallacy of being American, baby. <laughs> um but yeah, no, we, 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 you know, I've known you a while. We're, we play games, we watch movies, we do things, yeah, like you know, we, a couple of years. What do you, yeah, <laughs> for a few, you know, just like, you know, 10 days, like a decade, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like a, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's been, it's been, it's been many a long years, but we, we've, we've been playing some, some video games, you know, we play video games occasionally, and we, we have played many of video games over the years, but, you know, there's one game that I'd like to start out talking about. Um, I've got a little bit of a revamp this year that I haven't been able to talk about on this podcast a yet. revamp? We're talking none other than Counter-Strike. Oh. That oh. that game. <laughs> yeah, counter, Counter-Strike 2, baby. I it's, love playing it's that It's taken game. over. It's a good game. I enjoy playing it. It's very sad. My cat, it doesn't feel great to lose. My cat decided to appear, so if you hear that, I apologize. That's okay. That is okay. Animal noises are welcome. It's more like he smashes his face into the microphone, so we'll see. Hey, that's okay. But, um, you know, CS, CSGO, we were, we, were, we were, you know, patrons back in the day, you know, players. Played it a little bit. Uh, I have, yeah. You know, in the quad digit range. I'm getting close to it. I'm, I'm, I'm close to three quarters to a thousand. So, three quarters to a thousand hours in CS. CS2 did the thing. If you guys aren't keeping up with the video game industry or you're more into it and you listen to the intellectual stimulating conversations I have in this podcast and you aren't a gamer, I'll explain that they did an Overwatch 2, which means that they've just updated the old game. They updated CSGO into CS2 and that shit. It's weird. Why would you do that? I don't know. Just make me a new game. <laughs> but yeah, it's they, strange. Uh, they just kind of... I mean, it basically is an entirely new game. It's just... Yeah. They just pasted it. They updated it. it. They updated, yeah, they pasted it over CSGO. Why? <laughs> Let me just have CSGO <laughs> like, and CS2. I don't know how do great I have to pick and choose. that is. It was crazy. It was weird. I don't know. Same. It's the same thing with Overwatch. I don't know why they did that with Overwatch either. That was weird, especially since the first one you had to buy and then Overwatch 2 is free to play. So it's the same thing with CSGO. The, the, the difference with CSGO and CS2 is if you bought CSGO and it updated to CS2, you get uh, Prime, right? You get, like, what is it called? It's Prime enabled. That means you get to queue with people that are less likely or that also have Prime. And since Prime, if you don't have CS2, oh, God. If you don't have CSGO and you have CS2, you can buy Prime to play with other Prime enabled players. Or you get Prime if you have CSGO, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like a, a wall to protect you from cheaters and stuff but it doesn't work very well um yeah people just kind of have to pay money yeah so (laughs) i don't know it's a weird it's a weird concept 
but they did do it. But I mean, what do you what are your thoughts on the changes that they implemented into C in CS2 from CS:GO? It's pretty. Like, it's probably the best thing I can yeah. say about it. It's definitely gorgeous. It's a pretty game. Smokes are neat. The lighting. Subtick. Yeah. Not the biggest fan, but it is what it is. Yep. That's about yep, it. Yep, yep. That's my opinion on that. What do you do? You like the weapons? Do the weapons feel bad? Feel good? Um. Feel okay? They feel fine now, but I think it's more just like a subtick thing that makes them feel yeah. like dookie, dookie poopy. Yeah. That's about it. I feel though. that. I uh, I've been playing occasionally uh, as well, and the guns feel pretty much the same. They feel little wonky it's much i feel like you can't spray nearly as good as you used to be able to in csgo at least earlier seasons to csgo too you know like yeah i feel like they added some sort of bloom maybe or that might just be on the subtick that you're talking about the tick rate of the servers i don't who knows who knows what it is but some of the weapons feel good some of the weapons feel bad i like shotguns now i <laughs> i always like shotguns in that game but Zoe Mom with the no feels crazy. You can hit like jump shot headshots off Palace. Not Palace, or yeah, off Palace or Apps and Mirage or something. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy game. I enjoy that game a lot, but it is not for the faint of heart. Yeah, the game makes, uh, makes, makes me mad sometimes. But you know, speaking of games that make me mad, Nexus Blitz came out this year. The whole League of Legends. For the first time in how long? Uh, two years? It's like three years. Two, three yeah. years? Something like that? Yeah. That was crazy. That was a crazy time. It was fun, though. Fun while it lasted. I think it's gone. Arena's coming back out. Arena came out this year, and then it went away, and then it's coming back again twice in one year. Isn't that insane? I didn't try that out the first time around. I might try it this time. It, it was okay. It's Do you know fun. when that's it's, coming out? I think it might already be out. It's MPT right now. Some PT. Mm-hmm. Might have to download the PT. Yeah, it'll be out soon. It's PTR? Been PT for like PT, a week or PTS? something. I don't know. Public test something. Yeah. I don't remember what it was called. But they uh they do uh they do have it on the testing server and um I think it should be coming out soon. Like really soon neat within weeks so um that'll be fun again but it, it's a different game mode if you haven't played it if you know what league of legends is it's you know it, to sum it up for those that don't know it it's a bunch of champions that all have different abilities that are pitted against each other in an online battle arena that's like it but in the arena game mode instead of doing a 5v5 with like um a base that you have to protect it's like two teams of two like du du duking it out actually it's like four teams of two but it's hosted in like multiple 1v1 scenarios so it's like a tier ladder system of or like a bracket system it's pretty neat it's kind of cool you get like different like items and bonuses and passive abilities and things based off winning and losing it's very fun very neat it's pretty uh pretty cool little game mode it originally came out for the soul fighter event when they announced and was releasing more information on their fighting game it's coming out soon which looks also sick you said you were excited for that right oh yeah i'm gonna play the shit out of that can't wait they released the uh it released the uh nunu and willow 3d action platformer or whatever it was i don't know if it's a platformer i think it's an action brawler but like, that looked pretty fun. I never, I, guys are I never played that. There's also the uh, Wrath uh, or the Ruined King, League of Legends Ruined King game that came out. That's about um, what Viego. Was that a story yeah, game? Bilgewater. Yeah, it's like a it's like a turn based. Um, semi jrpg but not jrpg it's like there's like a time 
I don't, it's been so long since I played it, but there's like a weird time mechanic and like how you use abilities and things like each ability has a certain amount of time to cast and you have to cast that based off like what your enemies are doing and how they're going to affect what you're casting and doing. It's, it's a really neat game. Um, Seems cool. It was pretty good actually. I need to go back and finish it, but um, it, it's just turn-based combat story game. It's two-dimensional um kind of i mean it's kind of three-dimensional you get it's like isometric you know it's one of those neat it's very yeah pretty neat game very fun um combat <laughs> is traditional jrpg though it's like it's like a flat 2d screen and then uh people and you choose your abilities and stuff but the the way you choose your abilities is a little different and the way your abilities play out are a little different it's interesting game if you if you if you're into, into story game turn-based combat kind of games you know um I had a homie talking to me about planetary annihilation the other day i haven't played that about i have not that. played that game in years i think i have a collective hundred hours on both games it's a pretty fun game. I remember playing it a few times. I, do. I was never any good at it. I'm really bad at RTSs. <laughs> I'm really uh, bad at RTSs. I don't. Um, I mean, if you you look at a guide, it's not that bad. Yeah. You kind of get the hang of it. Takes yeah. a couple. Takes a couple games. You know what game I always really wanted to be good at? I'm gonna get good at like Europa or like Hearts of Iron. Or like or a like, like a four X. Fucking yeah. grand strategy. Yeah. Peter's really good at those. Crazy. Yeah. I've tried Crusader Here's. Kings too, but I I didn't know what I was doing. Game's also confusing as fuck. The <laughs> game is also up there on that list, man. Yeah, there's um, it's just a it's a lot to take in if you've never gotten into one before. They're I mean, cool though. I played a few, like, I tried to play a few, oh, you played, growing, um, like, going through. Ah, oh, shit, what was it called? It's the space one. I played a little bit of Stellaris. Stellaris, yeah, that's, um, that's, like, a good entry grand strategy. Uh, Games, game makes my head swim sometimes. There's so much text and reading, and I used to, mm -hmm. like, believe it or not, the journalism major, major <laughs> the journalism major used to hate reading. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still am not too fond on it, but I I can sit I can ingest information now. I used to just when I was just back in like primary school, like elementary and middle, like told me I had to read. That was like the worst news you could tell tell me. <laughs> I was like, no way, I'm gonna have to read something right now. I'm kind of the opposite. I used to me nuts. used to love reading as a kid, and that that is gone. You know, I definitely have read more books in my adult life, or at least digested more information in the aspect of verbiage, I guess. Because, like, audiobooks, if you want to classify those as well. But, I mean, if we're speaking specifically reading, I probably read more books when I was a kid, but they were much easier to get through <laughs> than the books that I'm reading now. Like, I mean, I listened to an audiobook of Dune uh, all the way up to the fourth book in the series god emperor i think is what i'm on and i'm also reading through the hitchhiker's guide series but that's i'm actually reading the uh, dune is entirely audiobook i may make some noise here give me one second my cat is You're being okay. uh being an individual do the uh, monty python skit the holy grail they're just you know <laughs> you know what scene i'm talking about they're walking through the uh they're walking through the village. He says, bring out your dad. Bring out your dad. There's like a lady, an old lady, standing on a staircase, beating the cat, like beating the cat against a wall. Oh <laughs> I have returned. <laughs> it skits, so it's crazy. It says, meow, meow, meow. <laughs> I've seen that movie so many times. I could recite that entire thing. It's a good movie. Oh, it is a good movie. Speaking of movies, I've been watching some movies recently. We watched uh, for the last two days. For the last two days, we watched the entirety of the uh, Hunger Games series movie. Yeah, it was uh, series something. 
That's yeah, for there's sure. There's a new one coming out. So that new one coming out takes takes place like as a prequel. I think it's the tenth hunt, tenth annual Hunger Games. It has to do with Snow, the president of the universe. But let's do a let's do a quick rundown of our thoughts of each movie. Right. So what? So okay. the first movie. Right. The first movie. What What are your thoughts? Should we do? Should we start out with a little synopsis? Sure. Before we to. get into our thoughts, yeah. Sure. Okay. So so the first movie. It's about it establishes what the Hunger Games are, and it establishes how the districts and the government in this universe works. So there's like twelve districts, and all these districts have special jobs that benefit the the capital, the capital district, right? And they the capital basically makes this analogy. I don't know when they make the analogy. It's within one of the movies, but they make the analogy like how how the capital is the heart, and um, the districts are like like supplying the heart with its blood. But the thing is, is like I was thinking about that. I was like, how does it, you know, you got all these organs and veins and shit like everywhere, and your body gets blood. Like the capital beats and pushes the blood out, but in the in the series, the capital controls all the nutrients. It doesn't like spread its profits. It doesn't spread its like goods back to the districts. The capital is greedy and holds on to it. So all these districts are like really shitty and run down, or like slave nations almost, and then. You got the capital, which is benefiting from all these harsh living conditions from the other places because they'll be mining coal and then providing power, you know, or or providing food. And then they're starving, you know, because all the food that they farm is getting sent off to whatever, you know, it's like it's this crazy world. But the first movie establishes all the districts and basically is like, hey, these these. These things exist, and they all funnel, um, funnel goods and you know stuff into the capital, and the capital decides, hey, every year, you know, let's uh, to exercise our power, let's uh, let's participate in these Hunger Games. Let's have these Hunger Games where they take one person from each district, except the capital. And they uh, pit them all against each other in a free for all. You pick two people from each district: one man, one woman, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they're not even man or woman. It's like boy or girl. They're like children. They're literally children that they're sending into these things. And it's uh, yeah. Anyways, so that's the summary of the first movie. What were your thoughts on the establishment of Katniss? <laughs> my the, my thoughts on the first movie. It's a good movie. It's pretty solid. Lay down like is a solid, solid, movie. solid groundwork. It's fun to watch. Led into the second movie really well. Good movie. Solid. It does. It does. Seven out of ten. I think seven out of ten is a good, good rating for the first movie. First movie is pretty good. They stick it, stick the finger up to the man. Say, hey, we we don't want to die anymore for your entertainment. Spoilers. And then, by the way, yeah. Anyone's haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah, there's some spoilers. Sorry. <laughs> but, For yeah, a no, there's ten-year-old a... movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that uh, it's just people sticking their finger up to the to the man, saying, "Hey, fuck you, man! You don't control us," and uh, they threaten to not have a winner. And then they they cave and they say, hey, I guess there can be two winners because they came up with the suicide pact. The people didn't like that very much. The game makers didn't like that very much yeah, at they, all. Uh, they stopped that from happening because that flame beard guy got got. Yeah, they, I think they he felt like they needed a winner, but Snow is not happy about it. Regardless, yeah, Snow was pissed. Snow is very not happy. What did what did Snow do about that unhappiness in the second film, Christian? Um, I think it was at the end of the first film, was it not? That the they uh, executed the man. 
But yeah, no. But in the yeah, he did. But in the second film, he was he was mad that they had the two victors for the seventy fifth Hunger Games. So he decided in the second movie to have a Hunger Games with all the previous victors. Yeah. With uh, within a pool of a previous victors, so they bring them out. Say, hey, everybody, you know, hey, everyone, you know how you won and you're supposed to live a life of, like, basically tranquility. Like, you're supposed like you're supposed to win these games and then your life is set. You're just set for life. That was, like, the, the entire thing about this thing. Like, it's, like, it's crazy. But it, he, he just revokes that. <laughs> He's yeah. like, yeah, no, nah, by the way, you guys are just... You gotta do it You're again. not safe no more. You're gonna, yeah. You got to do it again. Have fun. <laughs> this time against people who've already won. So, <laughs> like, it's, you know, it becomes this Pretty crazy thing, and then, yeah, it is. And throughout this entire time, there are plans in, in motion, that are blind to some people, right? Like, yeah. um, the viewer. There is a rebellion. Yeah, well, literally. Well, th- some of it, but. Most of it, not really. Yeah. So, so, like, within the first movie and the second movie, there are people who are kind of using Katniss, the, the protagonist, as their... Kind of, like, symbol <sighs> of hope. Yeah, as a symbol of hope. They're, like, using them to their advantage to, like, drive the rebellion, right? Yeah. And... Within this second movie, you don't find this out until, like, the very end, right? There's, like, a bunch of things going on. There's a bunch of things in motion. And, like, you kind of you kind of yourself start becoming upset and annoyed with the way the government and everything's run in this universe. The second movie was a little bit more political than the first one because it was dealing with the aftermath of the first um the the victory of the first movie so with Peta and katniss winning they're now living a new life of like lies <laughs> like it's like they had to like yeah they had like a lie about the fake relationship yeah and much. then they had they they had to act on camera all the time you know they had to study scripts have like these like flashcards to know what to say so like, in the second movie, you're, you start you start yourself like getting uncomfortable with this government. You're like, this is not good. This is shitty, and you start like kind of feeling the unrest that Peta and Katniss have in the first place. They don't like the they don't like it either. They're trying to run away. They're trying like Katniss isn't trying to necessarily run away with Peta, but Katniss is trying to run away with Gale, which we'll we'll touch back on Gale. Don't worry. But um, it's just. I don't know. It was this. It's just a it gets. It gets much. It, it drives that nail into the coffin, saying like, "Hey, this place sucks." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like this. This is this. This is not a good. Not a good place to live. And um, throughout the movie or throughout the games, as they get in there, President Snow starts cracking down. The entire reason these games are happening is so, like the Katniss, the symbol of hope will die and so and if she dies you know now all victors yeah it's literally it's the rebellion like it's like all victors at this point are like contaminated by association with the one victor that was presumed as a symbol right so if that one symbol dies that symbol can just be transferred to another victor because it it shows this this transitional period of like the rebellion starting right you know so you're looking at like you're looking at all this and snow's like the only way we can really get rid of this person without having a backlash like if we just if we just you know kill her (laughs) like you cause some issues people are gonna be pissed (laughs) yeah Yeah. people are gonna be mad so like you got to kill her and the rest of the victors and what other way than doing that then you know what's the best way in doing that? Having a having a Hunger special games. Hunger, special games, Hunger baby. games, So you know that he goes into that, and then they start. 
start really, really getting mad at Snow. And somehow, during this movie, they plant the idea of, like, I don't know, I don't, this is the one thing about the second movie I don't understand. Katniss had no idea that they were going to get out of this fucking dome if she shot this arrow into the into the electromagnetic well, whatever it was um in the sky it was hinted at like way earlier in the movie when they uh when he was talking to or when she was well, talking in to in BT. the training yeah when he was talking about the force field <clears throat> yeah looking at the shimmer talking about how much like power it takes and then bt got he gets like obliterated by the force field so she's like thinking to herself why why did that happen and then she sees the spear and she was like, that was not a part of the plan. And she kind of gets what's going on where he was trying to break the force field, but, but fucked up. And then she did it instead. So I think BT was meant to break the force field originally. See, I thought the entire purpose of the, the wires was to electrocute the water at the center at the bottom. I think that was just to trick Katniss, uh, because Katniss didn't know, the ordeal but like all of the other people did so 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 it was just them fucking with katniss's head and then she was like oh there's an unsolved equation here but the equation's like two plus two <laughs> like you yeah know, like it's like okay okay i see so they made katniss un like unknowingly commit to their bit i guess it was Anyways, yeah. it was insane. She shoots an arrow at the thing at the at the top that's tied to the electricity that's getting struck by, or it's tied to the tree that's getting struck by lightning, and then that fucking breaks this dome, and then in this this hovercraft comes in and just snatches Katniss up. Right now, progress to the next two movies, which we'll just talk about as kind of one because they're it's a part one and a part two. Um. But Katniss is pissed for the rest of the movie, <laughs> like for the rest of the series. She's just angry and mad and sad and doesn't get a break, to be honest. Yeah, she's pretty <laughs> miserable nonstop throughout the entire sh uh, four movie series. Yeah. like She's yeah. like two seconds ever of like being happy and then <laughs> never again until the end of the <laughs> second movie. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like it's pretty rough, and her entire her entire like purpose for even going to the games or not even going to the games, but like her entire like thing at the start of the second movie, she told Haymitch, which is their trainer, that like Peta is the one that gets alive, that, that comes out, makes out, makes it out alive. Like, if anything happens, save Peta. If anything happens, you know. Make sure he's okay. Don't like forget me, right? That's the opposite. <laughs> yeah, they do. Of they, what they everyone do that, did. Not at all. Yeah, they do nothing to help Peta until like ages is it the later. Second movie? Yeah, it's literally literally ages. And um, I think it's like end of the first part of the uh, like third book. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Um. It kind of, like, turns into, like, an action rebellion movie at this point. And, thing, you know, things kind of start tacking on and it becomes moves and counter moves, is, is quoted from the movie. Um, yeah, they said that a lot. Moves and counter moves. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like... It's well. It's literally just general war. Like it's, yeah. it's there's there's a a hideout with some like soldiers and peacekeepers there, and it's like the biggest one. It's their their offensive unit, like place of I don't know. I don't know what they called it. It was like it was just like a massive forward operating base for the peacekeepers. And it was like the forward operating base for peacekeepers. And they just decided to like block all the entrances to it. The rebellion did. And it pissed people off. But before this happened, sorry, I got chronologically confused. There, like, 
they keep driving in like Katniss's symbolism, you know, like yeah, they they're they really do they're doing like hope. they're filming like kind of like fake videos, propaganda, yeah. <laughs> literal propaganda. Yeah, yeah, and they're just trying to recruit people into this into this rebellion, this rebellion, and they're like. Let's just let's send her to the war front. Let's send her to or one of the let's send her to one of these districts that have been suffering. And they like film her in this hospital, right? With like all these wounded people. You know, and she she kind of walks in there and just kind of looks around. She's appalled. She's like so, yeah, this is holding horrible. back like tears. She's like like terrified and in in like beside herself she 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 sees all these injured people and all of these people are like injuring her or injuring themselves joining the rebellion because of her so she feels not only guilt but like shame and she feels honor because all these people can see her so she's she's really conflicted in general here and she like walks in there and people ask her like what are they what is she there for and she says she's there to fight for them and so on and they go to leave the hospital and they get news of some bombers joining or like coming to the area so they're running around and there's like some explosions and they're hiding and stuff and then they kind of get out of hiding after the bombers go out or go away because Katniss takes out the bomber with an arrow Fine, and yeah, Gale like also arrow. takes it out. Yeah, there's a, two, a bomb arrow and the bomb crossbow. And Gale helps her take out the two bombers. Only to find out that the bombers hit their target, which was the hospital. Ooh. Yeah, they killed so, so many people. Yeah. Yeah, so... You know, everybody's mad. Everyone's dying. Everybody has a reason to fight now. And PETA was captured by the Capitol. It was um right. when they popped the dome in the yeah. second movie, the they got Katniss yeah. out, but they didn't get PETA out or like a couple other people. Yeah. So yeah. the Capitol got PETA and a couple other people. Yeah, they got they got some of the previous victors, like Finnick. No, not Finnick. No, Finnick got out. Finnick got out. Yeah, Finnick got out. But they got Annie. Annie was not in the games that year, but Annie was kept prisoner in the capital. Um, there, w- which was. F- what, they Fenrix. got Joanna. Yeah, they got Joanna, which was part of the games with them. And they also, they got, they grabbed, what's his name, too? The dude with the glasses. They, oh, they, yeah, but, they, did, they uh, got BD out. But that not capital, yeah, not the capital. The yeah, capital the, didn't get beat up. The rebels, the rebels did. Either way, I'm getting stuck on semantics. Um, yeah. They, uh, Peta, got like, fucking laced with LSD, <laughs> basically like tracker tra- tracker jacker, venom, which induces hallucinations and immense pain. And he was basically just like was being given that shit and then shown like fake images of his life <laughs> and all of which were like Horrible. Katniss destroying him or something. So like they were making him like a weapon to just kill Katniss, which is crazy. So I think the part one of the last two movies uh, is or ends with PETA coming back, them saving him and stuff. And Katniss walks in there and PETA's like tripping balls and like almost breaks Katniss's neck. He like chokes her the fuck out. And then she can't like like speak for a while. She's like crying and sad and probably in pain. You know. The usual. So you hit your neck. Yeah, the usual. Obliterated. Yeah. And uh now comes the last movie which is The Invasion. They invade the capital, you know. They're they're actually plans are in motion and things are moving, you know. Most of this movie is like just action sequences. There's not much development. You already know the capital sucks. You already know Snow sucks. You already know the president that is trying to assume Snow's presidency 
is a piece of shit too. She's not like, a great person. Everybody's a piece of shit. Everyone's a piece of shit. Everyone's a piece of shit except PETA and Katniss. And even PETA is kind of a piece of shit. He threw that bread in the mud. <laughs> Just saying. Why did she he was do crazy. that? I don't know. I don't know. Katniss, like, sitting out there by the tree, visibly starving. <laughs> Eat this. <laughs> and this motherfucker decides to burn the bread so he can give it to her. <laughs> It, not only is it burnt bread, it's burnt bread covered in mud. Yeah. <laughs> they even bring it up in the movies. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know why I didn't just go give you the bread. Yeah, the I don't know either, bro. I don't know either. I don't know why. But that that was crazy. But um, We were stuck on that the whole movie for the entire... It was insane. It was so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, But, yeah... They just get into the capital and they start having these, uh, they, they have game makers basically booby trap the entire capital so they can kill as many of the rebels as they can as they're coming in. And they definitely kill a few, you know, and PETA gets deployed to the front lines <laughs> with I, Katniss. For some reason. For some reason, while he's still, like, fucked up. And he, like, tries to take Katniss out twice. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, in these front lines. Like, so she's got, like, the entire capital peacekeeper force trying to kill her. And she's got, like, her love trying to kill her. <laughs> like, 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 that's, it's, an, it's crazy. But, um, they keep going. People die. Fennec gets got by the mounds. Or by the, by the, not mutts. mounds. The mutts. The mutts, like these sure, like ghoul-looking motherfuckers, people. nasty, nasty little things, and they uh, just, you know, chewed through them real quick. A bunch of them devoured. Well, him screams, like screams, Katniss, and Katniss instead of shooting a bomb arrow, blows up their <laughs> only navigation device, self-destruct style. Which is crazy, because, like, the next room they run, run into was riddled with booby traps. If she had that device, she would have known. <laughs> yeah, it was... It's not... <laughs> it was truly insane. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. They just ran through. Kept ru- they just ran, 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 ran. Um, but they finally make it make it all the way to the, uh, to the, to the steps. You know, the steps of the... Uh, of the capital president snow's mansion you know and as they're walking up they're hooded up you know they're an incognito as one would say and uh just as someone's about to de-hood them so they can verify their identification make sure they aren't one of the wanted individuals which they were you know uh an attack happens the rebellion the rebellion shows their face and starts attacking people. So attacking the peacekeepers at the mansion, at the, guarding the mansion wall. And, uh, as, as this fight starts kind of moving up and medics start coming out and, you know, helping some of the injured Katniss recognizes one of the medics. Who is it? Who is that? It's, uh, it's her sister. Asks insane her sister gets caught in the crossfire caught in the crossfire and katniss blames them blames well they they dropped well all right so there was the capital ship that flew overhead dropping parachutes which they're like the little parachutes that they've been receiving through like hunger games yeah and the games which are like generally good things they've been good things like the whole time so you get beep, 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 beep. You think it's like medication. Yeah. And then they like, fucking explode. And everybody fucking up. dies. Yeah. A bunch of people die. Like all the, all, which most of them were children, by the way, because they said children first, children first, children first into the mansion. So everybody's like picking up their kids, like passing them to the person like a convoy, yeah. like a, like an assembly line up to the next person. And the, that person will pass the kid up to the next person. The kid just makes it to the front line or the front of the front of the gate. <laughs> That's where they bomb was the gate. <laughs> so like all these kids and people just get bombed by these things that are assumed to be deployed by the Capitol, but are later understood to be deployed by 
none other than the rebellion to make them think, to make people think that the capital was doing that to their own people. But it was actually the rebellion doing it to make the capital look bad. And what happens because of that? Katniss's sister fucking dies. Katniss doesn't like that very too much. Katniss doesn't like that at all. What does Katniss do? Katniss goes fucking bonkers. Upset for the rest of the movie. Which is not that long. It's not that much left on the movie. Katniss is like shattered. Yeah. She yells at her cat. Not her cat, but her sister's old cat. Throws a mug at that fucking thing, and that thing doesn't even move. Just kind of looks at her. Stoic. Stoic ass cat. Stoic cat. But, uh, it's okay. Because Katniss fucking caps. Caps. Straight arrow to the chest. The president. The new president. Yeah. The one. The The, one. They wanted to do another Hunger Games. The rebellion. Yeah. Forgot to mention that. yeah, we did forget. The uh, the president of the rebellion was like, "Yeah, we got to do another Hunger Games, but this time with the Capitol's children, <laughs> with the ca- with the like really put them in their place." <laughs> like like it was like some bullshit. Medicine. Yeah, it was crazy. And then some like bullshit and, uh, thing. Where, like this this would cause the least amount of bloodshed. I feel like the least amount of bloodshed would just not having any more bloodshed. I think that's just. I think that's just the most uh, insane logical answer, but they did just kind of fucking kill everybody. That was, it was incredible. Incredible. I remember when those movies came out and uh, like, I don't know. It's just, those movies are a wild ride. The older, the later, the, the like last two movies are significantly worse than the first two. I I actually I really liked the first two. First two really good. Two Second one I'd say it's like seven point five. Better than the first one. Yeah. And then the last two Third are like. One, I in my opinion. Five point five. I'm saying like five four. Yeah. In that order, the movies were not. Yeah, they're pretty good. bad. They make a lot of bad decisions. Characters are making decisions outside of their characters. Like out outside of there i don't know it's weird 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 movie good movies though kind of fun to watch speaking of watching (laughs) (laughs) we've been watching a lot of movies lately (laughs) yeah we've been watching a lot of movies but we've also been watching the office god this is your first time watching through the office i just want it to yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is all I want. I just want it to be over, man. It's so fucking long. It is a long show. We're almost done, though. We're final season, episode, like, 14. No, we're in the second to last season. And oh, the final, final seasons, season. yeah, the five season even the longer. Season. Yeah. Yeah, only by two episodes. Only by two episodes. But I believe in us. We can get through it. We're this close. We got, we got... Oh, I believe in what, us. What did you say? What did you say you wanted to watch the next... Next? You said you wanted to watch... Uh, uh, Always Sunny. Never yeah, seen Always, Always Sunny. Sunny. I've never seen... I've never seen that either. I've heard a lot, a lot of good about that show. More good than The Office. Usually yeah. Office is like love-hate. I've only really heard good things about Always Sunny. I'm excited for that. Daddy DeBito. He's in there. Luigi. Luigi from the Mario movie. Charlie you can just call him Charlie Day. Yeah, it's Charlie Day. Charlie Day's in there. Imagine, um, imagine him being known for the Mario movie for the rest of his life. <laughs> Be crazy. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Um, but yeah, no, man. I mean... Some crazy shit. Crazy, crazy movies, crazy TV shows, a lot of fun, funny things. Invincible season two is airing right now. I haven't watched any of it. It's pretty you good. You said you've seen it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's pretty good. 
there's a bunch of simulcast happening in the anime scene, such as, uh, I think, new season of uh, Spy Family, and I think there is a new season. I know there's a new season of Jujutsu Kaisen. I don't know if it's finished yet or not. I gotta watch that. Um, I've seen and, the first season. And, I mean, the final... The finale of AOT came out. Haven't seen that yet either. Need to finish that. You got like, you know, there's a bunch of things happening. There's a bunch of things coming out. A bunch of things moving. There's. It feels like there's too much to pay attention to sometimes. But you know, such is life. Mm -hmm. Um. But you yeah, know. Uh. Squad. I talk about Squad a lot. Uh, I don't remember if I talked about the new infantry update or not. But it's a good update. A good Has video game. Very good game. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun video game. Um, there's a uh, new update coming out. They introduced the Turk Turkish forces. And with that, they also added under the Turkish, for Turkish forces, a new grenade grenadier class that comes <coughs> with an actual six-tube grenade launcher and not an underslung one, which is pretty sick. That is neat. So I didn't know about that. They also added a new SMG, which is on the uh, Turkish forces, and also within a few classes under the French forces as well. Um, adding some new maps and some things. And Postscriptum also got some development back going on. So Postscriptum is now under the same development team as Squad. I didn't know that. Which is sick. Yep. Very neat, very neat, very neat. Very good things happening. Arma Reforger came out with 1.0. So if you good? like the Arma games and you want to fund Arma 4, get that. Um, Arma Reforger is a way of funding arma 4 basically and a way to get mods in engine before the game releases okay so if you are not an arma fanatic or don't want to support arma 4 it's probably a waste of money but if you can enjoy arma and its barest bones you might enjoy it there um yeah it's like 30 bucks just look at it like a way to more of a competitive shooter player yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a weird game, but it's fun. Very pretty. Engine's really good. A lot of good developments with the engine in that game compared to Arma Three and Arma Two. So I'm excited to see what more they have with that. And Arma Arma Four has moved to the next stage in development, which is sick too. So that's only counting down. You know, that's only getting closer. It's coming out. Yeah. Um. What am I missing? What am I missing? What have you been playing? Um, just kind of, kind of a bunch of CS. Uh, I started a World of Warcraft classic, a uh, hardcore character with a friend of mine. That's, That's been fun. It's going okay. We're level ten, so we're pretty early on. Are we level eight? So we're pretty early on, but um. We fully expect to have to take multiple tries for uh, for this, yeah. though, because it's, it's really hard, especially ever, later. It's Death Knight, right, that what, puts you at 60? Yeah, in retail. It's, in retail? Yeah, we're playing classic. There's, there's no way to start a 60 in classic? No, you have to level. It takes forever. So, and in hardcore, you get one life. Yeah. While we, while we, I'm not a WoW player. I'm not an MMO kind of guy. I played Neverwinter growing up, but that was it. I felt that. I like Neverwinter game. It's a good game. Fun game. Um. Uh, I, don't know. I don't think I've really been playing much else. I re I installed Mech Warrior Online, played a few games of that. I've never I, played that. I I've been playing. I I reinstalled Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I to play it. I started another playthrough. Haven't finished it yet. Um, because 
you know, Phantom of Liberty came out. I haven't got that yet, but I'm getting I'm getting to that at some point. I wanted to finish Alan Wake 2 before I got into that. Um, Alan Wake 2, phenomenal video game. I, I, I'm shocked I haven't finished it yet, but I, I feel like the more I don't play that game, the more I want to play that game. And I, I kind of don't want my want to go away for playing that game. So it's kind of like I feel this that. burner where I'll play like a few hours every few days. And uh, it's truly a, a, a very um, refreshing experience. Like I, I played games growing up and I played a lot of single player games. I'd buy, I'd go to GameStop, buy two games, beat them, take them back by the end of the week return them, get two more games. And the games, the clerks like kind of knew me cause I was in there so much. They would let me do that a total of like three times before making me keep a game and they wouldn't accept the return again. Right. Right. So I just like play, play games, beat them, play story games, beat them, play story games, beat them, and then get a fun multiplayer game. I'd like to own. Right. So on and so forth. And, and I kind of repeated that cycle and, at some point within the last like 10 years, gaming has like gone from like what what's a what's an experience you can have and enjoy and then maybe want to come back to but it doesn't matter if you don't come back to it, you can just enjoy it that one time and then you know, just leave it, right? Like mm-hmm. like games now are like fighting for your attention and your hard drive space, especially if you're a console player. I'm fortunate enough to have a PC and like have a bunch of space. I'd put a bunch of hard drives and shit in this thing. But like if, if you're trying to play like, like COD or something and there's the mo- new modern warfare three, that game, yeah, it's going to be like a hundred gigabytes. Two, yeah. Two, 300 Possibly gigabytes. If you have oh mo- modern warfare two, modern warfare three on there too, you know, you got all Such these a things. Huge and, game. Oh my God. Yeah. Like it's like, it's insane. And then you got like apex, which is like 80 gigs. You got Fortnite's pretty big now, too. It's like 50 gigs. You know, you got, like, all these games that are fighting for your attention. Even, like, when Halo Infinite came out, it was, like, supposed to be, like, the new platform for Halo. They're just going to update things. Instead of making new Halos, they're just going to put stuff out for Halo Infinite. And, like, I I just, I want games to be games (laughs) again. I don't know. I don't want them to be fighting for my attention. And Alan Wake does exactly that. They, like... It elaborates on visual and and visual and written storytelling and it, and audible storytelling. You know, it, it has a it has a an an engaging story that you you don't necessarily change. Don't get me wrong. You got Boulder's Gate, which has great stories, great writing, great everything. You know, Boulder's Gate is a phenomenal game, but it lacks it lacks immersion in some cases. It, it's it's the way that game's built is is you know it's it's an isometric rpg and you can get fully immersed into that game i'm not saying it's it's you know but like alan wake is a third person adventure game it's a horror survival adventure game right and you're running through these areas trying to solve these mysteries as like an fbi detective and a writer and there's I, i don't know it's just it's just a classic like it's pretty linear, even though it's not specifically linear and you revisit areas and you, you, you meet people and you talk to people and you understand how and why they did that. And then you piece, you're piecing this puzzle together and the visual, just the visuals you get in some of the areas, it it is unlike like any game that I've played. Like there was like a, there was a scene or there's like an entire act where you're playing as Alan and you're in the, in the shadow world and like you like wake up in your like mind. So you, so you have like a mind area that has a desk, a typewriter and like a TV, a radio and like a board, a writing board, a brainstorming board. And you can go to the brainstorming board and depending on the areas you've discovered, you can change what happens at those areas. So there's plot points. You can change it from like the cult to a murder scene to a um 
to, I don't know, like the, the sh- it's a starting show of a ticket night or like, or it's a starting, a starting night of a, uh, of a new TV or, uh, play or a Broadway show or something. Right. And it, it will change the atmosphere and the setting of that area. So it'll change the world around you and open up areas that you couldn't get to before or, or show you, show you things you couldn't see. And the way it all inter- interacts with each other is, is, is unique. And within this game or within this, this act that I was mentioning, you like wake up in your head and you have that storyboard and then like you kind of you write a manuscript and anything you write is basically like it comes true almost and in Alan's having That's to like or write himself out of the dark place he he has to write a story at which he can interact with to get out of the dark place as scratch who is also in the form of Alan Wake he looks exactly like Alan and writes and has the same powers as Alan is writing at the same time to keep him out and to get Scratch out, to get Scratch out of the dark place. And if Scratch gets out of the dark place, the fucking world ends, basically. Like, mm-hmm. it's insane. That guy just can ruin everything. But, um... Alan, like, wakes up in this, in this like, guest room in the back of, like, a, ton- like a night show. Like, a tonight show. You know, like how, like, they'll, at, at tonight shows, they'll, like, go to, like, the dressing rooms and they'll be, like... And tonight we have this guest and they'll knock on the door and the person will open it and be like, Hey, you know, yeah. whatever. It's like, it's like the, the dressing room for like whatever. And you wake up in there and there's a TV playing and on the TV is Alan's face. Right. And you go up to it and you, you hold X and you become, you, 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 you are now inside the TV. And what's really sick about Alan Wake, I'm sorry, I'm going on a tangent about this game, yeah. but what's really, excuse me. What's really good about Alan Wake or what's really sick is like all of the actors they use for the in-game characters are real people, right? And they base the in-game characters off the 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 real people themselves too. So they, they do that look, with a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of games nowadays. Yeah, but what's really sick about Alan Wake is they they leave live footage in the game, oh, like a lot of live footage, like and there was an entire section in this act where you're walking around like the back stages and the front stages of this tonight show area. And it's changing around and it's becoming this like, like madhouse theme park and reality doesn't really have to make sense anymore. And it seems like it's like this op- seemingly open, but closed off room that keeps sh- like having these massive screens like wall off areas. And while this is happening on these screens and all the, on these like walls that are moving and shifting is like, is a music video playing. (laughs) It's like a literal music video of like this, like band called the gods of Asgard. And they're playing this song and you can see Alan, Alan's actor, like on the screen, like freaking out and you're playing as Alan. He, he, your character's freaking out. And it's like, there's just so much world and, and storytelling that is so unique to that game and unique to the perspective of um, that development studio. Like same same thing with Control. I've talked about Control so many times on this podcast. Like phenomenal video game series. Phenomenal video game series. Phenomenal game. If you haven't played it, try it out. It's beautiful. It, it, also, the gameplay style is kind of like Resident Evil. It feels a lot like Resident Evil to play. So if you like those games and you like uh, mystery, mystery, thriller, survival horror games, definitely check it out. But, uh, yes, um, there's a lot of good music in Alan Wake 2. Um, like a lot of good music. And it, almost after every, every act, there's like a little song that plays. But um, it's neat. I could go on about this forever. There's a janitor that's in Alan Wake that's in control, which is sick. And that janitor is crazy. It's crazy. Crazy janitor. Weird. Supernatural. I don't know. I don't I don't understand that guy. But he, he's in the game. And uh, it's, it's pretty neat. Um, but other than that, I think uh, I think it's time to move on since I have the segue. It's time to move on to music. <coughs> music portion of this of this uh, of this podcast. Nice. Um, I've been listening to a lot of a guy 
called Evan Marion. But before I start talking about him, do you have any music suggestions or what have you been listening to recently? Um, there's this one song I heard recently in a, it was in a settled video. Actually, there's this dude who makes like RuneScape videos and they're really yeah. like, they're really well done and like story. They've only got like a storyline to it. He just finished his really long Tile Man series. It's very good. Okay. It's very Tile neat. Man? Tile Man is like, so you start, you spawn in, and you're on one like square. Like the entirety of RuneScape is made of like just tiles. You like click on essentially to walk. And he has yeah. you have to get, um, I forgot the exact number, but it's like let's say like three hundred experience to unlock another tile so then you choose so pretty much he he's unlocked this is like episode 40 essentially he's like unlocked the whole yeah. game it's, he can go wherever oh he's also has like a couple other restrictions where he's not allowed to use like the bank or uh the grand yeah. exchange i think interesting but either way uh he's doing this whole thing and the end goal is to beat this last like raid it's really really difficult it's very like uh, uh mechanic heavy it's just really hard yeah you get this cape at the end and you just finished that it's very good highly recommend that uh and at the end he had this like kind of animation play that kind of went through his whole like journey slowly and had this song yeah. it's called madeline by good kid and it's it's really good. It's a really good song, and it worked very well for that video. Very neat. Big, very big neat. recommend on that series. It's really long. It's like each video is like thirty minutes to an hour. I will check it out. I will check out the song. Um, thank you for the recommendation. Mm -hmm, is there, mm -hmm. is there anything else you've been listening to or would like to mention, or is that? Um, I just kind of, I kind of just use the fucking. Spotify uh, Daylist. Spotify Daylist is kind of yeah. goaded. I use that a lot too. It misses sometimes, like 10% of the time. It'll just hard miss on a playlist that I just don't like at all. Most of the time, yeah. it gives me some pretty good music, though, that I like. <clears throat> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, for me, I've been listening to as i said evan marion he has an album out called elysian um he's a bass player and he's very very good and the first song caliber um on the album elysian he has a guest called Cy tigran hamasayan and he is also a very good pianist and musical composer so if you guys like um if you guys like some uh video game or not video games if you guys like like instrumental music and i mean that's not even strictly an instrumental tigran hamasayan like kind of sings but it's like his singings usually for harmonic purposes he's not singing for lyrical reasons he's singing to like add depth to a chord or something so like he'll be playing his piano and he'll I don't know. It's crazy. Dude's crazy. Biggest, one of the biggest brain composers I've heard in a long time. Um, but yeah, no, I'll, I'll keep, I'll keep my list short this time. I, I haven't been listening to too much. I know Arc Echo, Arc Echo released a new album this year and so did Cohen Sound and should definitely check all, any of those bands out if they sound interesting to you. Arc Echo is a instrumental progressive metal band but there are some vocals in their newest album which is pretty neat and cohen sound is a production group that works with uh sound design and experimental sounds and things and it's pretty neat pretty neat bands but yeah no um yeah i other than that i think that's about it um before we close this out just a few updates i guess on me in school i should I, i'm i'm done with school basically next week is my last week until i get my aa and then i start at my university and that's i'm cool. excited i'm going for journalism but that's going to be busy and i'm a little nervous and i'm hoping to adopt 
um, <clears throat> a better schedule or at least adopt skills to be able to, uh, you know, pertain to a schedule. Like I, I should just, I, I need to be able to stick to them. I'm not good at sticking to schedules at all, but that's okay. Me neither. Um, but other than that, I mean, you know, we got, we got things moving, grooving. Things are happening. I, uh, I'm hoping to do more of these. Um, I already got someone to record one with me next week. So next week, look forward to me and Tristan, let's be Joe himself coming back Let's go for another round. This is the and, third uh, time? Fourth? I have no idea. Tenth? I've been on this thing so many times. I've been on here twice. Tristan, I said. You've been on here twice, not Christian. Tristan. God. <laughs> well, um, thank you, Christian, for coming on. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you for sitting and chatting. It was enjoyable. Very long Hunger Games enjoyable. talk. Hunger Games. All that talking made me hungry. Get some food. <laughs> All that gaming made me starving. Uh, yeah, I think we should have called it at the. All this talking made me hungry. I'm not gonna lie to you, Chief. But that is it. I think that is it. Thank you for listening. sporadic but no promises yeah all right uh, thank you again goodbye bye everybody get out of my house <laughs>